Hi, I'm Richard Randall, and welcome to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Colorado Springs Real Estate Authority, Barb Schlinker. Barb Schlinker is a retired Navy veteran. Barb is an author. Barb Schlinker is a pilot as well. And Barb Schlinker and her great marketing team are always looking out for you and enjoying everything that Colorado has to offer. Barb, always great to be talking with you. Earlier, you had mentioned that many people are concerned that we might be in a real estate bubble. They look back to perhaps 2007, 2008. And the question is, could we face a market correction? Things have suddenly turned from slightly slowing to starting to heat up again. Tell us what's going on, Barb Schlinker. Well, Richard, real estate is very local. So there could be different things happening in different markets. But in this market, it's still very strong and actually heating up some more. So in September, it slowed down just a little bit. I kind of think that was sort of the back to school doldrums. And all of a sudden, oh my gosh, inventory is cratering again. Things are getting snapped up pretty quick. But you still have to be priced appropriately and you have to be marketed right to make sure that you're attracting all of the buyers, not just the ones that, you know, will buy. They don't care about, they can look past things like clutter or deferred maintenance or things like that. And so just just to put this in perspective, a lot of people were around and, and adults when they saw the last housing bubble crash. And that was really, it really had to do more with the lending tactics at the time and not so much the market. Yes, the interest rates went lower than what they had been, but they weren't all that low. They were about 6%. However, you could get these, what I call teaser loans, that they offered a 1% loan so that they give you a real low barrier, low payment to enter into real estate. And the result was that it drove up prices. Uh, Homes sold very quickly because more people could afford them. But the problem with those loans is two years later, those interest rates adjusted and people were facing a house payment that more than doubled overnight. And that then they couldn't afford it. So that's what kind of created this, this big cave-in. That's not been going on since we've recovered. Since 2011, when Dodd-Frank passed, they basically put the lenders on the hook that said, hey, if, you, if your borrower does not, you cannot prove that they qualify for this mortgage, you could face jail time. So they're, they're, they scrutinize borrowers a lot more than they used to. Nowadays, borrowers have to qualify for a payment. You'd think that that would be something they would do anyway, but they weren't doing that back then. You, you barely had to fog a mirror to get a loan and just have a credit score above 560 or 580. So what happened in 2007 really was an anomaly. It's not what's going on right now. What's going on right now, in my view, COVID had a little bit of impact. 
Now we're seeing a supply shortage go on because all these ships docked offshore and they're mandating that people take the drivers of these trucks, take shots. Many of them don't want to do it, which I don't blame them, about killed me. However, so that's creating kind of a slowdown of the supply chain, which means it's taking longer to build houses, which means the existing inventory is becoming in high demand. So it's all these things, the, the COVID has really impacted housing starts and housing completions. And we're still showing a low supply of homes, far less than what we saw in 2019 when our market was flying high. We're back in 2019 for the same time, we probably had about maybe 1,800 to 2,000 homes on the market this time of year. Right now, we have 653. So it's a big difference. We're showing right now 653 single family homes available, 766 all types of property, meaning townhome, condo, that sort of thing, in three counties, El Paso, Teller, and Elbert County. So from October to right now, we have seen a 38% drop in the number of available homes. So if you look, do the math, there are more sales going on by about 11% as compared to two years ago before COVID. And we have a low supply. What's happening is those homes are getting snapped up and the prices are still rising. But the really the key factors to keep your eye on, in my view, is interest rates. As long as the Fed keeps printing money like drunken sailor, no offense to my Navy veteran friends out there, the interest rates are going to stay low. In fact, when they talked about reaffirming Jerome Powell, one of the things he said was we have no intention of raising interest rates. So a 30-year fix is hovering in the low threes. The government loans, FHA, VA, et cetera, are in the mid twos. And of course, they vary day by day a little bit. And then you can get even lower rates if you're doing shorter term mortgages like 10-year, 15-year. You can go down in the twos or even below two. So we're not in a real estate crash, in my view. And the number one reason really is construction supply is not keeping up with demand. The number two reason is that interest rates are low, which means payments are lower. And most buyers buy on payment, not on sticker price. Okay. Number three reason is a housing affordability. So if you look at what the payments are right now as compared to what they were back during the previous meltdown, they're, they're pretty stable. They're pretty similar by comparison because back then the interest rates were six. Now the interest rates are half. So what does that mean? Your payment's the same. Yeah, the price might be higher, but your payment is the same as it was 10 or 15 years ago. So I don't think it's a crash. I don't think there's a crash on the horizon, but I would definitely keep an eye on the one key factor that could really slow down the market, which is a rise of interest rates, which probably is not in the cards at this time. Richard? That is good news. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And Barb is The Real Estate Voice. If you're interested in selling your home and you want to give Barb a call, the number is 719-301-3900. Again, that's 719-301-3900. Or just Google her. It is S-C-H-L-I-N. 
K-E-R. And we're talking, Barb, about the signs of a transition from a hot real estate market, like we really saw in the, in the spring and earlier, to a less robust market. Tell us more about the top reasons a slowing market does not indicate a real estate crash at all. Well, part of the slowing, first of all, is, is seasonality. So typically we see more homes go on the market late spring through the summer when people, kids are out of school and people are moving a lot more at that time. So that's a piece of it. But even now with the inventory down below 700 homes, single family homes, um, that represents a low inventory as it stands right now in the fall winter season. So, um, and the other thing that's, that's really affecting this market, which is, was kind of a big surprise to me, is that people with stacks of money that they don't know what to do and they don't trust the stock market are coming in and buying real estate and holding them as rental properties. So these are not flips. A flip would be like if you buy a home, you fix it up and sell it for a profit. In this market, it's really hard to find a low cost home that's low cost enough to make a profit on a flip. That's why Zillow quit buying homes because they were overpaying for homes. Then when they tried to turn around and flip them, oops, sorry, the market didn't command that much money. And so they stepped out of buying homes altogether. The number five reason we're not in a real estate crash is basically because the supply of available homes, we're not even close to the 2007 levels, yet we have an increase in population. We have the millennial generation getting good jobs now, and they're entering the real estate space. So we have more demand and low supply. And we're seeing that in the form of what it costs just to rent a home right now. It's astronomical. And then, of course, we've got the number six reason. There is a net increase of population into Colorado by over 7%. So I was at a conference in October. I sat next to a really high producing agent there in uh, the Southern California. And he, he leaned over, he says, hey, most of my sellers are leaving Col uh, California and moving the other way. So that tells me the Californians are coming and their prices are higher. They have buckets of cash. They're buying homes. The number seven reason, and this is huge, is that rent rates are increasing way faster than mortgage payments. So we've got low interest rate, which means low mortgage payments. But man, oh man, landlords are stepping on the gas for rent. An average 800 square foot apartment ranges between fourteen fifty and and actually eighteen hundred a month. And I just talked to a, a young lady I'm gonna meet with this week. She wants to buy a home. She's renting a home right now, paying nineteen hundred a month. And she told me next April her landlord is increasing her rent up to twenty four hundred in one shot. So a five hundred dollar increase overnight. And most people, you know, have a hard time budgeting for that. Another factor that could make a difference would be that we could see a little bit of increase of, of inventory as this forbearance thing ends. But the good news is in the past year, the market values have gone up over 24%. So if they owned a home and never made a payment since COVID broke out, really all they're going to have to do is sell it 
and they'll have plenty of equity. They don't need to foreclose. Yes, the foreclosures are basically could be more than they normally are nationwide. However, this is still a very strong market. So all that homeowner has to do if they get into trouble is sell it. Plus, the whole foreclosure process from the time that they start takes about five and a half months. So they got lots of time to sell a home. Don't worry about it. So how do you prepare if you're going to sell a home? You know, buyers will definitely look at more homes these days. They're definitely eliminating homes based on the online pictures. So we really focus a lot of our marketing dollars getting that right. And getting your home show ready is more important than ever. So if you're interested in talking to us about getting ready to sell your home, even if you're a ways out, we'd love to meet with you and show you what we can do to help you get top dollar. We'll give you an idea on what to do, what not to do to get your house ready for sale, show you how much your home will sell for in this market and how much you'll put in your pocket when it sells. You just give us a call at 719-301-3900 or go to barbhasthebuyers.com. Richard? This show or replays of it on uh, SoundCloud or other podcasts and on YouTube are so valuable in terms of preparing you or your family for what the future looks like. We'll take a short break this morning. Remember, you can call Barb at 719-301-3900 when we come back. We'll be talking about why real estate investors are buying up as many homes as they can and what that means for you and your loved ones. Stay tuned for that. 